and welcome to the Becoming Mindful podcast. Today we want to talk about um, how stress leads to us to maybe taking up mindfulness. Um, this is part one of uh, a series that we're starting called Paths to Mindfulness. Yeah, there's so many ways that people find mindfulness. So periodically we just want to dive into what a few of those paths are and how people find it and how it's helpful and just explore it a little bit further. Exactly. I'm Maria. And I'm Jackie. And we are Becoming Mindful. Wonderful. Um, Before we start, let's do our check-in, like we always do. How have you been with your mindfulness practices, Jackie? I have been pretty good. I've been actually prioritizing it a lot. Um, I'm expecting a baby in a little over a month. And so I've been really leaning on mindfulness practices to prepare for that and to just, you know, get through this last month as well. So I feel like I've ramped up my practices a lot and it's, it's helping. It's helping me manage distress and kind of settle into all of the, um, new things that are coming my way, I guess. So, um, it's, it's been like, I feel like leaning on those practices in a time when life is changing so much has been really liberating and freeing and, and really helps out because it can so easily get overwhelming. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been going pretty good for me. Awesome. Yeah. How about you? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, I kind of have the same feeling. I'm, um, doing pretty good recently. Um, there's been a lot of things going on in my life, um, you know, between um, summer starting for the kid and her having some some issues at school a little bit. Um, and um, me trying to focus some energies in my art business on kind of the path I wanted to go and... Um, things I wanted to um, achieve. And I've really been leaning a lot on mindfulness practices and um, finding the present moment whenever possible and kind of connecting with um, the feeling of mindfulness and the feeling of, uh, you know, being in the moment, Um, especially with, um, kind of the weather being nice and being outside in the sun and being in, um, you know, in my yard a lot. So I've been leaning into that quite a bit as well recently. Yeah. Nice. And, um, and also with, awesome. with my child and, and, you know, kind of growing the connection there and um, kind of focusing on, on her, um, social and uh yeah social development essentially so um yeah I've been really diving into that quite a bit and it feels like it is it is more you know more moments throughout the day where I feel like I'm tapping into that that's great sounds like we're both 
in a good spot right now, at least with our pract- our personal yes. practices. Well, let's uh, let's talk about the path to mindfulness that we wanted to talk about today. Um, the first path we wanted to explore as the way that a lot of people find mindfulness and get into it and start exploring it is through stress um, management and looking for ways to to manage stress and um, using mindfulness as a practice to um, manage it, regain some control, maybe um, reduce our stress. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how do people, what, how does stress lead people to mindfulness? Maybe let's backtrack a little bit and, you know, what, what does stress actually mean? Um, I think, um, so stress um, is really the body's response to some sort of challenge um, um, or um, a change or uh, um, high demands. And um, mm-hmm. stress can be positive, it can be negative, but it really is the natural response to danger. Um, so right. we have, you know, hormones that are um, increased and let out into the body um, that are um, there from a fight or flight response, right? So something that makes you act to actively avoid danger or, um, you know, solve the problem that you're in at that moment. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And, and that is your sympathetic nervous system that's doing the flight or flight response. Um, on the flip side, we have our parasympathetic nervous system, which is our rest and digest system. Um, and, and those are kind of two different modes that our body lives in. And like you said, like stress can be good and we need to be in that action um, taking state at times. Um, but we also need to dive into that parasympathetic, that resting phase as well. So, um, I think like what you said, like, I think, um, it's, we need to be able to manage it and we need to be able to balance it. Right. If it is not dealt with or not managed, it become chronic, can become chronic and that will inevitably damage your body. Um, you know, things like Mm -hmm. high blood pressure, heart rate increases or resting heart rate and blood sugars and, um, increase. So, all kinds of heart issues, you know, but also mental health is impacted severely if stress is not managed. Well, it's easy to see that that's a big problem because you're describing all of the the main ailments of our our Western culture, right? Yes. (laughs) I know personally for me, that was one of the things that brought me to these practices was like, I think there's, I think it's kind of encouraged in our culture to be, you know, stressed and busy and and always thinking about how productive we can be and and using all of our time in the day. And um, it's hard to to give yourself permission to slow down and and not be productive and just, you know, rest for a while. I hope, I, I think that's changing. I think that culture is changing, right? Maybe. I feel, I feel that as well, because you hear about this mentality shift quite a bit um just over all over social media and also in the workplace 
um, which is really where this focus on mindfulness has come in because people are um, stumbling upon the benefits of mindfulness um, or finding mindfulness through this path as we are you know about to describe um, because really um, the mindfulness is our way to increase resilience and um, have an effective coping mechanism versus mm -hmm. ignoring what, what was pretty much uh, the mindset or is still, a, um, you know, high percentage of the mindset, um, but it is changing for sure, um, you know. Yeah, especially when I look at people younger than us. I mean, younger people seem to have a much more... Um, I don't know, healthy view on self-care, <laughs> but um, maybe I'm, maybe that's just like the, the people that I follow now and the, what I'm exposed to, but it feels like the younger people are, are better at this right, than, right. than <laughs> maybe we were, but I think that's a really good thing. Yeah. That might, that might also be some sort of bias because we are, you know, diving a lot into the mindfulness. Right. <laughs> so I, like I look back at when I first started, like I got into meditation because I was, I, I had a really bad um, mindset where I was getting really stressed. I was getting really overwhelmed. And I thought that was, you know, like a marker of, you know, I'm working hard and I'm doing all these things I'm supposed to do. But at some point, like you said, when you, you're not managing or balancing it, it starts to do the opposite and you're getting less productive and you're, you know, you can't handle it anymore and you start to burn out. And um, I think that's why like mindfulness, especially to me back then was really woo woo and, you know, kind of weird kind of, you know, meditation. I don't know. I just, I had, mm -hmm. some yeah. I had judgments about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's that's definitely changing. That, or maybe as as we said, it might be the people we are now exposed to. But yeah, I have the feeling that in the last couple years, three years, maybe five years, it's gradually um, changed. And I feel now when I look around, there is like it's like almost everyone that is like right. our age or younger is really doing these kind of things or looking into these kind of things or maybe it was just in, inevitable because it wasn't isn't sustainable um, right to uh to live this this high stress life and 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 you know never rest and never um allow yourself to um complete the coping complete the stress response right so maybe like as we're discussing why stress brings you the mindfulness, maybe maybe we're at some sort of like critical point in our culture where maybe the bubble popped. Maybe maybe we've realized that we need to balance, um, you know, that culture with um, self care and. Um, yeah, the younger generation is taking it on, but as you mentioned before too, we're also seeing it like in workplaces and it's it's you know, it's like seeping into the culture all over the place. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. You can kind of see this progression from the total hustle culture to you know, the self-care 
And now, um, now I'm actually seeing even the next step where people are saying, okay, self-care is, is, is even, you know, incorrect because we're not, um, we're not going to the root of the problem. If you're, you know, like, you know, what the traditional self-care is, you know, like, yeah. And we've discussed this before too, where it's like, okay, just meditating won't really do the trick. Right. Or, you know, you take your bubble bath and that's not, that's not really it. Right. I was uh, listening to a book this morning, actually, that was talking about um, learning mindfulness and learning mindfulness techniques. And um, the person who was talking about it was uh, just realizing that we learn these mindfulness techniques, but they're, they're not meant to be an isolated practice. We, we practice mindfulness in these, isolated, um, you know, uh, moments, but the idea is that we'll be mindful all the time and we all learn how to, yeah, we learn how to live that way. Um, yeah. Versus, you know, it's 10 minutes a day and you're done. You know? Yeah. To incor- embody that essentially to become, well, like we, our podcast was named to become mindful, to yeah. become a mindful being. Right. Always be present. Yeah. This reminds me of this. Uh, recently, I heard this. Um, someone said, uh, um, we are not tryings. We are beings, right? Oh, I love that. Yeah. So we're not trying to be mindful but or trying to achieve something, but we are being. So I think that's mm-hmm. that's where it's getting to as well. So we're, um, it goes deeper and deeper from the surface level. For sure. Yeah. So I think a lot, I mean, we're talking a lot about like being really self-aware of your own stress and understanding that, and that's how you find mindfulness. But I think there's a lot of ways that stress can bring us to mindfulness practices. Yeah. Why don't we talk a little bit how, how this path looks like you know what happens when you turn to mindfulness because of stress okay yeah so i think most of the time you know when when we are stressed when we have this path entry and we are stressed we have we have symptoms of the the stress um you know what happens to us and we're looking to mindfulness i think most of the time we get there through some sort of, you know, like through the me- medical professional or some sort of research we do. And we, we get to um, simple things like um, certain mindfulness techniques, like breathing, right? Mm-hmm. Breathing um, exercises, um, body scan exercises. Meditation. Meditation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's a lot that you can do. And I think there's a lot of mindfulness practices that are safe to, to research and try out on your own that are available on the internet. You know, you have YouTube or classes you can take, or even on social media, there's a lot of mindfulness teachers on there that are sharing practices. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, um, for me personally, and I think probably for you as well, we talked about this at that time is um, 
when we read the book Burnout. Yeah. Which was really, I think that was probably the, my main connection of stress to mindfulness um, is that book. There's others, but that was definitely one of them. And um, a lot of the time people experience burnout, right? Especially in the corporate world. Mm -hmm. And this book specifically targets uh, this issue of burnout and how to um, alleviate or heal from burnout. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there were quite a few um, examples of what a stress response really is, right? It's your body telling you that you're in danger and that oftentimes the burnout happens because we don't finish a stress Mm -hmm. response. Yeah. Your body's still in fight or flight and it never concludes. We never... Right. Um, finish the cycle. Right. Although your mind knows, okay, there isn't the, the stressor is gone, right? Right. Um, your body doesn't know that. And your body doesn't listen to thoughts, really. Your body doesn't understand your thoughts. Um, your body only understands signals that are body mm-hmm. specific. Um, So there's um, this example that was mentioned where you often see when when animals that are in this freeze response, you know, they play dead or whatever. And um, when they're done or when the the predator is gone, um, you often see them like kind of twitching around or shivering. Um, So kind of like muscle spasms, uh, which is the release. the finishing of that stress response, which also causes, you know, the hormone regulation. So you, your body can actually release those hormones that signify this stress state, right? And they mentioned a lot of um, options of how you can do that as a human being. Yeah, I see my dog do that when she's playing or, um you know, she's kind of task switching and she'll just shake off completely. And it's just, you know, kind of like putting a period at the end of the last task and moving on to the next one. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Or the yawning. Yeah. Yeah. That too. Mm-hmm. And personally, um, I mean, I first got into mindfulness stuff through meditation, but then that led me into yoga and, um, Yoga is is kind of like that as well, where, you know, you have breathing techniques, you have body awareness, and it's definitely, I've definitely noticed that it's kind of like that, that period at the end of, end of a stress sentence, you know, you mm-hmm. can, you can, if you tap into your body through your breath or through movement, um, and yoga is a great way to do that, um, it can kind of reset everything and, and, you know, end that stress cycle and and tell your body that, okay, it's okay to rest and digest now. You know, you can go into parasympathetic We're we're okay. And you can kind of move on. So, Mm -hmm. um, it took me a while to learn that, but yeah, that, that body connection is, is huge because that's, that's how your body understands things. It doesn't understand 
thoughts and ideas and commands right verbally you know yeah the only way to tell it that you're safe is to do things that feel safe right yeah Um, yeah. like you know exercising or um yeah or even crying you know like just yeah releasing that um um and we are we've i mean science has proven that too that the crying definitely um has an influence of your on your hormone levels and um releasing different um hormones like that are the um, you know safety and, and and connection hormones like serotonin and oxytocin and uh, dopamine right mm-hmm. Yeah. Think about like a baby when, or like a a toddler when they get hurt or something and it, and they realize they're okay. And then they start crying, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, like just wrapping it up. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's, it's often that, you know, we have things like hugging, Yeah, you know, hugging it out, just, uh, you know, having that connection. Um, Laughter is also a good one to release the stress laughing because that's that's you know be able to laugh is a very uh safe um thing right mm-hmm. yeah yeah and I, I definitely the connection part um you know having the human connection um oftentimes mindfulness exercises are kind of done in 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 by yourself but the connection part is is also a really important one like we mentioned the hugging, but, you know, there's definitely a lot of uh, exercises on the mindfulness side that, that allow that as well. Like the loving kindness exercises. Yeah, for sure. Or things like, um, yeah, like, uh, doing yoga in a studio or meditating together or singing or, you know, mm-hmm. just having oh. another, another person there, another connection adds a whole other element to it yeah absolutely and and therefore it's also important to uh to not uh, disregard um you know having other people with you um on this path Mm -hmm. and so i'm glad you brought up that book burnout because that was such a really great book and there's i don't know there's so much information available uh, whether through books or like through the internet that's a really great way to to get started down this path to... mm-hmm. yeah yeah and uh, and oftentimes there's also local resources you know you have some sort of maybe um, mindfulness classes or yoga yeah. meditation classes in in your community um, that will even allow you to get closer to people that are directly in your community yeah I know locally by me I mean we've got Um, several of those options we've also got a local tai chi teacher um, who does classes Um, and then I I get probably too I mean I'm not a religious person but if you are maybe there's um, classes through you know your church or maybe a choir or something you can join or something like that absolutely yeah yeah, and then as you said, books definitely the the burnout book, um, very good resource. Um, that is by Emily and Amelia Nagoski. We can link it in the show notes. Yeah, we'll, we'll. 
And another book that I personally also found very helpful was the book Mindsight by Dan Siegel. Yeah, that was a good one too. And pretty much anything from Tara Brock. I think oh, she's great. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I think a really great resource is Sounds True. Um, the Sounds True Network is, well, they have a website, but they're an organization that's trying to get um, transformative practices to the masses, um, regardless of your financial situation. So they, they do a lot of free talk yep. um, and things like that. If you sign up for their email, they're really great. And they've got, you know what, they've got, um, they've got classes even on like MBSR too. I mean, cause you, um, mindfulness based stress reduction. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that kind of a program you can access through there or find a therapist who specializes in MBSR. Mm-hmm. There's, I think there's also, um, I think I've got this right. It's mindfulness based cognitive therapy. Yep. Um, a little bit different from MBSR. It's just a little bit of a different program um, that focuses a lot on like inner work and and really thinking about um, separating yourself from your thoughts, becoming the observer of your thoughts and working really with your own mind, I guess, is is really what it focuses on. But you could find a therapist who who specializes in that as well. Mm -hmm. For sure. All right. Let's talk about results. Yeah. Let's talk about results. We were talking about uh, there's, you know, we have stress, we have techniques that you can apply, but what really happens? What happens if you apply these techniques? You know, what do they actually do for you? Um, How do they reduce stress? (laughs) Yeah. How do they reduce stress? Um, I think one of the biggest ones is that, you know, from research, we know that, um, mindfulness does um, help some of the the exact um, symptoms that stress negatively impacts, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're talking about blood pressure and, and those kind of things. Um, mm-hmm. um, we know from research that uh, the mindfulness-based stress reduction does pre- prevent, prevent burnout, reduces exhaustion. Um, it also increases decision-making, which is very interesting because um, it allows you, and a lot of mindfulness exercises allow you to pause mm-hmm. so you can engage your um, higher brain functions versus your reptilian brain, which is more of the reactive, you know, state. Um, yeah. And when you get this pause, when you train yourself to get this pause um you don't have to react immediately and if you don't have to react immediately you can make better decisions because you have time to think about what is the best response right yeah and not just uh out of your gut reaction and i think that was one of the coolest things I ever noticed when I started doing uh, like meditation regularly and you've suddenly realized that that you have that space between your experience and your reaction and it's like it's like you've been given this I don't know 
time or this like opportunity right. like there's this whole new perspective <laughs> yeah and I also have this this feeling that the more you do this you the more you have you what you just says this time the space that is created out of nowhere you yeah. know before you have this feeling of kind of this anxiety like kind of this you know sometimes you kind of like rushed or like almost haunted right like you're like all over and you like have to get this done and you have to do this and you have to do this and and it just like eats you up right you feel like there's no time I just I'm just running back and forth right like a headless chicken and when you do these practices suddenly there is you have all the time in the world it's yeah. like you have that's like this feeling that you get from it and it's so profound feeling that feeling it's like no this moment is really long and I have so much time to react and get these things done and yeah right that was perfectly described it's like it's everything's lighter (laughs) yeah yeah and you find that space and that time is expanding somehow Mm -hmm. yeah it also works the other way too it it helps to, or mindfulness practices will help to reduce um, actual stressors. Like um, mindfulness practices have been shown in studies to reduce things like chronic pain and increase immunity and um, help with depression and things like fibromyalgia. So you can imagine like having any of these things every day is going to cause you stress. So if the mindfulness practices can help alleviate those um, those issues and those things. I was also reading this study when I was preparing for this episode that um, there were they did a study on children who studied mindfulness and um, had witnessed some kind of trauma. In this study, it was um, they had been through a hurricane, and the kids who had studied mindfulness um, were had less incidences of PTSD than the students who or than the children who hadn't so it actually seemed that uh, mindfulness helps us um, it helps us manage stress that we have but also protects us against stress in the future too so (laughs) that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. yeah yeah especially um, you know in tandem with um, trauma therapy I think it it you know it, it alleviates the some of those symptoms and it it, it can really amplify the impact of this therapy right yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah there's uh, definitely um, proven results of these mindfulness practices to stress Mm -hmm. I mean it's even said that it reduces symptoms of depression as well mm-hmm. um, yeah anxiety and I mean there's there's studies that show that it directly reduces cortisol which is you know your you know your, your physiological response to stress so it's acting directly on that on that feeling of stress yeah yeah exactly and that uh, you know when we have things like um, loving kindness uh, loving kindness meditation you know which is releasing um, I think those were 
which ones which one one of those hormones <laughs> i forgot forget which one it was the bonding one um oxytocin i think so right. so that that is released during this my uh, exercise as well and um similar to you know if you're hugging someone which is yeah. um you know also counteracting um some of these effects of um the stress hormones right and other things too like i am um, mindfulness is shown to increase creativity and innovation which those are both stress reliefs you know being more creative and expressive can reduce stress so if you've got an extra boost there right 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 essentially also being able to redirect some of this um stress to action that is good action mm -hmm. right yeah and i mean i'll just throw this in like my personal experience is yeah it definitely works to reduce stress i mean like you know the 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 perspectives that i i had about like work and stress that i mentioned at the top of the episode um are remarkably different than than they used to be and i still i i think a lot of people worry that oh if i get rid of you know this drive or or if i if i slow down i'm not going to have the same productivity and like you said it actually kind of creates time so i don't know i i feel like i can be more productive and also be calmer also have more um more balance in my life and more grounding so um and and i notice too when my practice falls off that um my stress level rises and I have to I have to get back to it so personally I that just from my own experience absolutely it is a huge tool for stress mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely and slowing down is you know as we mentioned before because you you make better decisions you you are yeah. more productive and um make less mistakes less mistakes for example yeah. you're more deliberate right yeah. yeah. And and it also has an effect on, you know, your relationships and, um, you know, how you react to someone if you're more mindful, uh, if you practice mindfulness, um, how you, you know, how close you are with someone and, and how your conversations go. Um, because, you know, if you have drama or misunderstandings, because of, you know, rushing or being stressed out, then, um, you know, that just leads to more of the same, right? Yeah, good point. It, it gives you the opportunity to be more empathetic, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yes, uh, mindfulness for stress relief. It is, I think, a really beautiful path into into mindfulness and the proof is in the pudding is that the <laughs> yes it is <laughs> uh, but i think awesome. yeah it's it, yeah <laughs> it's a really accessible way to find mindfulness and um mm -hmm. if if you're interested in heading down that route we will link some of the things we talked about in the show notes um, and check out some of the books we talked about and the programs that we mentioned and just start exploring and, and looking down that path. Mm -hmm. 
yeah and as always um, we love to hear your feedback if you have any questions um, you know want to have more detail more uh, more hints on where to go or maybe you want to share your own past mindfulness or, or startings with mindfulness feel free to uh, you know contact us comment on um, our posts or contact us uh, on our website um, at becomingmindfulpodcast.com visit us on social we're at becoming mindful podcast on most social media thank you for listening and until next time be well <laughs>